Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where point your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. I'm Joe. And joining us in the third co-host seat this week is a fellow Aussie, Hamish. G'day, mate. Uh, gentlemen. <laughs> Supposed to say good day. You got to be a true Australian. Oh, okay, good day. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's sexy time, I guess. Yeah. Uh. So, what number episode are we up to today, Joel? Is it number fifty? Oh, uh, today? No, not quite. No, We're getting there. Uh, uh, oh wait, hold on. Let me get the show art folder out. What is episode fifty? Holy crap! It snuck up oof. on me. Exactly. Oh, well, centennial. We're fifty years old. Oh, fifty shows old. I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, we made it to 50. I don't know if I'm going to make it wow. to 50 years old in my life. If, if stairs have anything to do it, they'll change that. But one podcast at a time. One step at a time for me, too. One step, two step, don't fall down that step. No, that's you. <laughs> so, how's things going, gentlemen? Uh, 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 are you asking well, me? Yeah, Joe, how's things for you, mate? How's, how's, awesome question. How's the daughter doing with the broken arm? You haven't broken another one on her? Ah, uh-huh, shut up. <laughs> no, um, she uh, she's doing really well. She's uh, only got four weeks in the cast because she's young and bones heal quickly. She has um, kind of milked it for a while, and uh, I would too, you know, if, if that was me. Uh, but uh, has recovered and is, you know... She's drawing constantly instead of always being on video games and stuff. So that's a nice, a nice thing. Uh, but she's out of basketball for the rest of the season and is, uh, you know, okay with that, I think. But all in all, things are okay. We uh, had a bit of a bad time yesterday and it's still kind of. Do you want to talk about weird. it or just leave it be? Uh I don't know. I um I I plan on talking about it probably more in depth on Sunday, but basically we had to take Holly back to well, take Holly to a that's my dog uh to rescue to be to find a new home. And uh yeah. And it hurts. You know, that's yeah. It's never easy. Uh it's the equivalent to you know, the same thing as if they died, in my opinion, because you're relinquishing your ownership. You know, they're no longer yours and you can't get them back. You can't see them and you don't really know what happens. So, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. It's... But yeah. she, over the past couple of years, had become kind of aggressive with the kids. And we'd worked with her and 
and literally for the past two years have gone back and forth about what to do and uh, trying to do what we could to overcome it. And about a month ago, she bit Isaiah on the arm when he was trying to take his plate to the uh, to the kitchen because she had, he had something on there she wanted and she didn't break the skin, but she bruised it up pretty good and scared him, of course, so he was afraid after that. And uh, she was snarling at, at Amy when she was trying to get her to go from one room to the other. And she didn't really do too much to me, but it's like everybody else kind of was yeah. fair game. Uh, well, so, as long as you know you're doing the right thing for your family, mate, in the long run, because you don't want anything terrible to happen. Well, and that's that's the main thing is, you know, I have a nephew who's five who doesn't want to come over. And I've got a, a, another nephew who's just turned a year old. And then there's another niece on the way. And, you know, uh, my kids are old enough that, you know, they can tell us what's going on and they understand what not to do. But little ones, they don't understand. And no, so, yeah, we see puppy, oh, puppy dog. And then, yeah. So we we figured she just needed a single owner in a yard that she could run in, and so we did some research, made a lot of calls and emails, and uh, and that's it. So I'm I'm thinking at some point down the road I'm going to have to get another dog just because I've had them since I was six, and it feels weird not having one here. But you know it'll be more of a group decision and it'll be you know the right fit for and one that's older that's already been proven you know get a cat with kids get a cat no yeah we're allergic oh. all of us are allergic I told you to get the hairless cats yeah get a hairless cat <laughs> ugly i might as well things. just have a a booger on the couch <laughs> well if you're rich you can get an allergy free cat that's that's true but i'm not rich so i guess that's out of the question so it, 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 it's, you know, it, I, we, we had to do it once before, um, with our dog Chloe back when my son or my daughter was first born and a similar thing happened, but she came to us with problems and we had adopted her before, you know, there was kids in the picture thinking we could kind of help overcome them. And, and, uh, so we took on a challenge intentionally, but we know what happened to her and she got to a good family with one person and lived a good life so you know we figured we'd kind of follow the same trend um and uh, anyway yeah so as i said mate i'm sorry to hear that but yeah it's sad uh all right let's try to lighten the mood a bit hamish you got any, <laughs> any good <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming up next <laughs> <laughs> you know i can't complain you know what, what? Just, just come off Australia Day, so yeah. you know, I'm feeling pretty good about about that. What'd you get up to on Australia Day, mate? Oh, you know what does anyone else get up to at Australia Day? You know, get maggoted before uh, noon. <laughs> Play sports. Wait, right. what? You get what? Maggoted. But <laughs> like delightful to <laughs> getting uh, shit faced, drunk. Oh, I thought Aussie I, I had no idea what that meant. Getting smashed, maggoted, legs. Interesting. So we just keep throwing out some of these Australian terms for, for getting drunk that uh, 
little uh, perplexed, Joel. So oh, on Australia Day, do you guys do a lot of New Zealand bashing? No, no constantly. No, no, we bash the um, immigrants. <laughs> you oh. come to my country. Well, if you're an Aboriginal. Well, even if you're not, if you're a white Australian, you pick on the, the dark Australians and not the original dark really? Australians. There was no, a, it's, a, it's a day of celebration. It's a day well, once to, to play, play cricket in the street with policemen. Yes. I don't know if you saw that video, Joel, that went around the world. There was a uh, bunch of guys playing cricket in the middle of the street and uh, a copper showed up and uh, grabbed the bat and had a bat. And, Were uh, they all maggoted? Well, the copper wasn't. Hopefully the police weren't. You know, we can't <laughs> confirm that, but you'd hope so. But I heard he showed up because someone reported someone stealing runs. <laughs> Thank you. I stole that joke from the project, but oh, I get it. Oh, that's right. It's new. It's new to uh, it's new to Joel. <laughs> I get it. So, so they the, so you celebrated there in Melbourne then too, or closer to Melbourne? Melbourne, not Melbourne. Melbourne. What did I say? <laughs> you were pretty close, but Melbourne. 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 Yeah. It's same Australia round. Yeah. I didn't get up to too much on Australia Day. Um, uh, Donna was working, so I just sat at home watching uh, TV, hoping, waiting for the cricket to start, and then the cricket got rained out. So not too good for what me. What a shame. No, so you just, don't play, they don't play indoors? Nope. It's an open field. It, uh, uh, cricket field's pretty big. So they have a couple of stadiums where they play indoor. Uh, Eddie Ed Stadium, I think it is, down in Melbourne. But they only play like special games down there. But the big games that they play, the, the you know, countries versus countries, in other words, like Australia versus India, which it was on uh, Monday. It was um, at the SCG, I'm pretty sure. And, um, yeah, it was raining, so it got washed out. It's a great loss to the country. Yeah. Hamish is not a cricket fan from what I just found out before <laughs> the show, so I reckon he's very un-Australian. So, do you know, and it's maybe a, a going down a rabbit hole, but why they call it cricket? Because I don't, and I'm just wondering if it actually has to do with the insect. I'm not sure. It, it was invented in England. Another one of these sports that England invent and Australia's better at them. So. Well, the Indians are coming in <laughs> recently, I think. India's Just here. passing it off. Uh, India's here and England's here. Um, they're playing the the final for the, the Tri-Series one day on Sunday. And I think that's down at the MCG, actually. Melbourne Cricket Ground, Joel. That's what the MCG stands for. Thank you. I was about to ask. It's a huge ground. They play AFL in there, uh, cricket. Um, they actually have one of the State of Origin matches down there this year, too. Game 2 of Queensland versus New South Wales down in Melbourne. I don't know why, but... Let me guess, Hamish, you don't like rugby league either. Oh, who doesn't like a little bit of rugby? Oh, league. Don't just call it rugby. If you say rugby, you mean union. (laughs) Well, uh, maybe he means that he likes to play or... (laughs) Yeah, I played a bit. Legal union, it's... it's, Yeah. I forgot, you're a Queenslander. two sides. You come from Queensland first, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you'd be more a union or a leaguey than an AFL supporter. Yeah, but not storm all the way now, though, so... <laughs> I can't stand AFL, that's all. 
So yeah, no, fair enough. Aerial ping pong. No, I'm not, not much of a fan. <laughs> no. I like saying Sydney. I feel like I'm watching an Australian movie and I need subtitles. <laughs> I'm sorry. That made me laugh for some reason. Well, how do you think the listeners I'm are going to feel? <laughs> what the fuck are they I'm talking about? trying to sub turn them on. Uh, uh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's all right. I'm just trying to G up Hamish because I know he doesn't like cricket and I'm upset about that. <laughs> I'm very un-Australian. Do you play didgeridoo? I do. I tried to learn. I had a couple of friends who uh, who played didgeridoo. I tried to pick it up, and I just can't get circular breathing down. So I was going to say the circular was, breathing. That's that's the part. Yeah. Was not destined for the didge. You stick to the guitar, mate. Yeah, no, that's easy enough. I actually, so go ahead. I, I found out my niece is learning to play guitar. So, that's always good. She's got an acoustic, which I got to see yesterday because I was over at my parents yesterday, and also got to meet my nephew for the first time, my youngest brother's son, Dale, and uh, yeah, got to meet him. He's a little cutie pie, and he, he straight away attached to me, so which is good, considering he doesn't like the other brother, the other uncle. <laughs> no, that's always good. So yeah, for the first time, he's laugh. fourteen months old. And the first time I got to see him was yesterday. As you will see on my Facebook, there's photos of him with me. So, but yeah, I saw that. It was great to see him for the first time, and yeah. But as I was saying, I was down there and saw. I was speaking to my niece last Friday, and she told me she's learning guitar, and I went and checked it out. And it's just a cheap acoustic, but yeah, it's something good to get her started on. I told her just keep going at it. I told her I never could learn, you know, didn't have the patience, but I told her to keep going. So hopefully she keeps going and. uh Rocks out hard and becomes, you know, a famous rock star playing chick from Australia. Yeah, we need definitely need more of those. Yep, definitely. Not too many. Not too many from down under. Wait, girls that play? Yeah, the only big star that got international that I can think of, modern uh, female, is uh, Courtney Barnett. Yeah. She's uh, probably the only one I can think of. She's not a rock star, but... Yeah. She's got Listen, some international claim. Kylie Minogue? Isn't she Australian? Yeah, but she doesn't play guitar. She no, she's uh, a singer. Oh, true. The, the most, point. Uh, most female guitarists you probably find in country music. There's a lot of them. Yes, no, you are correct. And that's the uh, country music festival's on at the moment, or was just on up at Tamworth. So, there you go. Big festival. Now... Question. So this back to the didgeridoo real quick. This circle breathing thing, does it make it harder if you're smoke? Yeah, I would think so. Well, it's breathing. I think that <laughs> probably. Yeah. Well, and you may see where I'm going with this because we were talking about this before the show and this was fascinating me and I want other people who don't maybe realize this, but... Here in the States, you know, cigarette packs haven't really changed. They still, I mean, they have maybe bigger warning labels, but they look the same. But you guys were talking about cigarettes over there and how the packs are all kind of plain. And I looked it up and I saw that they have pictures on it now. Yep. They call it plain packaging. It changed, what, two years ago? And <laughs> yeah, about that. Every pack is the same color. And they decided on this color. It's a neutral, like, I uh, don't know what to call it. It's, it's, it's a black 
it's darkish, brownish, greyish. It's, you know, so every pack has the same colour on it. All it has at the bottom of the pack is the name of the, the smoke, like what I'm holding, Bond Street Blue. Um, and then it has huge pictures on the front, and there's all different pictures. Like the one I'm holding says tongue cancer. So it's got a picture of someone with tongue cancer. You get you get one with a guy who's um, had a stroke, and it's a picture of him when he was younger, and then a picture of him lying in bed bald. Now that they found out that was uh, actually fake. That guy didn't. Um, it wasn't true. I can't, can't remember how the whole story went, but it was just bullshit. Um, but yeah, you get all sorts of different pictures on it. Uh, the back is just covered in the, the picture again, and then a list of things what smoking can do to you. So about, about half a page of warnings. Yes, and I think they think people are dumb. We know <laughs> as smokers what the problem you know what problems you'll get from it. Uh, the, oh, other, the other thing that amuses me um, is uh, I can't remember now. Well, it's got quit on there. <laughs> quit smoking, and they got the quit line number. But uh, I lost my train of thought. I was going somewhere with that, but yeah. So yeah, they're all playing. Well, yeah, Joel. I was joking earlier, but has the the like cigarette packs like uh, cases become more popular now that they have these horrible pictures on them? With certain people, well, I haven't noticed it. I haven't noticed it taking over or anything. No, I don't, I don't think people care. I don't think it's dropped the uh, the rate all that much. I think people are just a bit more. You know, they don't they don't really care if you smoke. You smoke you if smoke. you want to, and yeah. you, you buy that- your pack if it's fancy or if it's not. The only thing that's cutting the smoking rate is the price, because the government keeps rising the, the excise on it. So, the pack I just bought, tax. I paid twenty dollars for this pack of twenty sixes <laughs> today, just this morning. Wait, what's a convert? Wait, twenty uh, twenty like 20 Australian dollars? dollars yeah. Um, it's like what? It's probably a eighteen American, seventeen American. Yeah, because they're the current rate. Dropped. Yeah, dollars. Holy yeah, crap. Bugged. I think mine was twenty four. Actually, that's buying it from a um, a takeaway store where it's not cheap. If you go to a tobacconist, you get them cheaper. I um when I go and buy a carton of forty packs, I get four forty packs for eighty six dollars. Jesus. So <laughs> yeah, so you're looking at that's forty in the pack though. So it's a lot cheaper if you go. Certain places you can find it, they're a bit cheaper. But if you just got to pick up a pack from Seven Eleven, the pack I bought this morning, if I went to Seven Eleven, that'd be about twenty three dollars. Yeah, easy, easy, yeah. So, but you're paying. So they're putting. You're paying the excise <laughs> plus the markup that Seven Eleven mark things up at. You know what I mean? But yeah. Right. I mean, they're putting the screws to it. I mean, you know, I quit a long time ago, so it's been a while, but. With between the pictures and the cost, I mean, right there, that's enough to kind of, I would think, slow things down a little bit. Well, w- my theory on it is, well, they keep rising the the excise on it, the tax, and saying it's for your own health. But what happens is, the more people quit, the less money the government gets. So they have to compensate for that. So they put the tax up more to make sure they're still getting the same amount of money from the tax on smokes. So they keep rising the tax just to make sure they're still getting that same amount of money coming through their coffers. So it's always about, you know, it's about the health of people when it's not. It's about the government making sure they're still getting money. 
I guess there's a net benefit though. So if, you know, if people quit because it's too expensive, they raise the tax, more people quit, tax goes up, yep. and eventually you're paying $70 for a 25 pack. Yeah. No one smokes. Well, every six months it goes up. It, it's a little bit ridiculous. And then every now and then they'll hike it up more than what they, you know, they like rise it 5%, say, every six months. But then occasionally they'll go, stuff it, we're doing a, like a, a more higher price rise on them. So. No, the, uh, we do like getting taxed in Australia. I think, but just about everything fun yeah. uh, is taxed over here. You know, I think they ro- they uh, raised the tax on premixed drinks a couple of years back. Yeah, trying to stop uh, underage drinking, well, underage, you know, teenage binge drinking. It didn't stop them though. Didn't stop them. Didn't stop me. Didn't stop us. Yeah, yeah. But all those the lolly water drinks, as I call them, all the you know the vodkas and sweet. You know, soft drinks mixed in with them. Well, they still they hike the price up on Woodstock as well. It's not just cruises. Don't tell me that I'm drinking Woodstock at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the only thing they didn't they haven't really raised the price on is wine because Australia has a huge wine industry. We do, yeah. So the wine industry kicked up a stink, so the wine doesn't go up too much. Why do you think I drink wine? <laughs> It is Australians. Australians drink wine. The good old goon bag. Because you, you're religious. Um, so then, how? Just a curiosity question. Then, how much would each of you say you smoke in a week? Yeah, about four forty packs a week. So you do the math on that, Joe. One hundred and sixty smokes. Let's say. I'm probably on a twenty-five a week. So still light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, before Donna quit, she smoked more than me. She'd go through five forty packs a week, and maybe even needed to buy a, a pack of twenty fives or a pack of twenties just to get to the uh, the next round of uh, cartons. Yeah. Wow. I've noticed. That's a lot of money. So- yeah. Shit, yeah. That's why Donna quit. The money, and uh, I've noticed the difference. I've still got smokes left at the end of the week now. I used to run out by the end of the week because Donna would smoke whatever my pack was, and then go to work the next day, take a new pack. And I'd get up in the morning and go, where the fuck my smokes go? And find it. She's grabbed my pack, went to the room with that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to grab a new pack. We were running out pretty quick. But, yeah, Donna's quit. I'm I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm a gonna guy. Just taper it off. Um, taper it off. I'm going to try to quit. I'm trying to quit. But it's hard. So then, then I guess my next question, and I feel like I'm interviewing here for some reason, but... <laughs> Um, so e-cigarettes, I know it's, it's become a, a fairly decent sized thing here and it's growing. What's, is it over there? Is it yep. a thing? I mean, yep. Uh, I've noticed a few pe- more people uh, doing e-cigarettes. I actually got some, I got them from America through a company. I, back in the day, I forget, I can't remember the name of the company, but what the mic used to support one of those companies. I tried to get them from them, but they said they couldn't import into Australia. So uh, Kevin from Undercover Unitards put me on to this other company, and they had no problem in sending them to me. Um, I've still got them, and I'm thinking about getting back on them. But yeah, it's, it's becoming a bit of... It's more trendy for them to do it. I saw a guy on the station yesterday when I was going out smoking one, and he, he was doing it like he's a bloody hipster. And I'm like, you're not doing that because you need it. You're doing it because you think you look cool. So. I don't think it's trendy. <laughs> And I, I, uh, I, I do like to align myself with, uh, myself with the trendier element. 
and I, I, I don't, I don't find it to be all that trendy. No, I used e-cigarettes, so, and it, it did take away from that. Give me my nicotine hit, but I still miss smoking. I don't know why. Must be all the other chemicals in it that I like. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I was on the e-cigs for a while, and uh, then I just had one cigarette because I was stressing at work, and then two cigarettes, and then and then I was back smoking again. So. Uh, was it cheaper over there? No, not necessarily. I haven't. I've seen them in tobacconists. I haven't really researched it, but if I was going to buy them, I'd go through the company that I dealt with before. I'm not going to mention. Yeah, nothing. Them. Nothing's cheaper in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because because here, you know, it, it actually works out to be less expensive. I don't know what the the exact difference is, but you know, it's a bit less if you're set up for it. Yeah, well, and I know a lot of people make their own rigs and stuff, so it's I, I see it a lot. Yeah, it's one of our friends on Facebook. He makes his own. Is it, is it Travis? I can't remember. No, uh, trailerized. Trailerized. That's who it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Be on here at some point, but yeah. Uh, pretty much with e-cigs, uh, it's an outlay to get your first. You know, get your your actual battery and your vaporizer part and all that but then all you're paying for is your liquids from then on and maybe you know a couple of tips the part you put in your mouth you know but yeah it's an initial outlay but then you're only paying like five bucks for a bottle of liquid and that lasts you for a while exactly that's i guess the point i'm making and although i'm hearing a lot of reports now that it's not yeah. as safe as they you know originally kind of not that they necessarily made a claim but that people were thinking um yeah, i've heard that too. which Everything's going to kill you at some point. It's all about moderation, but it's it's just a fascinating kind of trend to watch happen. Yeah, if, if things didn't kill you, I wouldn't have a job. That's a good point. <laughs> that's true. That's why. I, to think of things. That's why I hate this thing about people not smoking. Jeez, you're going to take me out of out of a job. Well, that's well, it was the number one killer, smoking. It doesn't matter what you die of. If you're a smoker and you die, they just attribute it to being a smoker. Oh, your leg got chopped off and you bled to death. Oh, that was because you're a smoker. So, What's the uh, leading cause now in Australia? It's a heart disease, isn't it? Yeah, obesity. It took over smoking a few years back. I don't know how the stats are these days, but yeah. For the first time in a long while, about two years ago, obesity took over the, the death rate of, other than smoking. So, It's not drop bears? No, or shark attacks. That's the third. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to ask something because I've, I've been I posted a comment on it, but I never really heard anything else about it. You posted a picture, Hamish, about uh, or I don't know, a couple months ago of you. It looked like in a cockpit. Uh, in a uh, yeah, I was uh, I just flew up to uh, Queensland to uh, for Christmas uh, for my my rallies. And um, I was talking to the stewardess, and I, I mentioned that I really liked planes because I'm sort of an aviation enthusiast. And uh, she mentioned that I could go up when the plane landed and uh, and talk to the pilots a bit. And uh, so at the end of the flight, I walked up. I wasn't actually intending to go in. Uh, the flight was a bit late, and someone was waiting for me. But uh, I, uh, I walked up, and the stewardess said, they're waiting for you. So I walked through into the cockpit of the plane and uh, had about a 15-minute chat with the pilots. So that was while I was well, on the ground. While I was on the ground, yeah, I uh, I wasn't aware that you could do that anymore. Uh, but apparently, it's just while they're in flight, you can't. Yeah, uh, there's no longer. 
Yeah, they lock them. They lock the doors. You might want to take over the plane and fly it into a building, huh? Well, I could probably take the plane off because I know how to fly planes on the computer. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Uh, well, it counts for something. I don't know if they've got it in Melbourne, but there's a thing here at Darling Harbour where you can actually go into a simulator, and it's an actual flight simulator what the pilots train on. Um, I forget what it's called, but yeah, you can actually go fly a plane in the simulator. Everything's yeah. full-on cockpit, and they, they teach you how to fly, and you land and take off. Yeah, I've heard of some of these. There's, um, there's one in the US, I'm not sure where it is, but it's a, sort of an equivalent of a space camp, which I, apparently is a thing, like a real thing, space camp. But it it's is. um, it's an aviation. Like it's uh, you go, and you learn how to fly like fighter jets, and if you're uh, they actually have a big uh, simulator set up, like uh, ten of them, and you you, know, you dogfight each other. It's like a that sounds cool. <laughs> oh wait, it's, it does. The unfortunately the max age is eighteen, so I uh, just just over. Uh, yeah, but if you ever, I heard I heard you. If you're up you were going out dogging, so dogging. I, I misheard that. What was that? I was going to say, Hamish, if you're up in <laughs> Sydney, you go into Darling Harbour and they've got the, you know, I've, it's probably expensive to do. I'm, I've never done it. But, yeah, you can actually fly, you know, they can set you up in like a 747 or a, hmm. or a 767 or whatever, you know, and you actually have a real pilot sitting next to you and they, they take you through it. And you uh, might have to look at it. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Um, if you look up... Adrenaline, you know, adrenaline.com. Yeah. You get, you can find it through there. I'm sure it's easy to find on the Googles. The Googles? This Google thing, what are you talking about? Never heard of this Google. <laughs> it's an American thing. I use, I use Bing. <laughs> Bing. Oh, what? Why? Internet Explorer. No, Chan- I don't. Chandler Bing. <laughs> I use Bing on my Netflix, Net- Netscape Navigator. Um, so, I, see, when I saw the picture, I thought you actually had, like, you were taking flying lessons or something when I saw it. I'm like, holy crap. And it was a very open cockpit. Yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're surprisingly roomy. Actually, well, the, the ceiling's a bit short because I'm, I'm 6'3", so I had to bend over halfway to get in there and not bump my head on the thousands of switches, which I was deadly afraid of. But I got to sit in the seat, and it was um, extremely comfortable. You're talking about bending over in a cockpit. That's oh, so many jokes. So many jokes. Uh, Joel already six, made three. one. Oh, I did. Yeah, on the on the post itself, I I went to town. But six three, I didn't even. I would never have guessed because Killer, you're what six one. Yeah, I was going to say you're over six foot. So I'm the I'm the runt here. Apparently, I've got Scottish blood. Oh wait, are we talking metric here? Or are you talking about like if when you six, say six, six foot three? three. See, we foot. use feet to measure height. No, what was it? One, one in the I'm one eighty six, one eighty seven centimeters. I think it is. I can't remember the conversion. Yeah, like, yeah. You'd be the about one ninety. Just say feet. It's easier. Easier. Six foot one. Everyone understands when you say six foot one or six foot three. Yeah, yeah we still use it. I still use yeah, still one. One metric we use. We still one imperial. We still use six foot at work, but we use both, which confuses me sometimes. We'll say a box, a box is six foot long, and then we'll, the width of it we're using bloody metric. I'm like, what the hell? Either call it a <laughs> six foot twenty or a freaking one eight fifty. Like Jesus, I feel so short at five eleven. Guys, it's only at five eleven, so you know that confuses my metric brain because I always think. 
Wait, if you're 5'11", why aren't we measuring in tens? So if, shouldn't, if you're 5'11", shouldn't you be six foot tall? He's one inch short. I don't understand. Uh, uh, um, well, yeah, literally one inch short. And I'm sure as my discs degenerate over time, I'll eventually be about 5'8 by the time I die, probably. All right. Good. Give me your measurements now and I'll make you a coffin. <laughs> oh, Will it over. be customized? Oh, definitely. All right. I would like uh, some sort of device in there that when people come by to visit me, my body sits upright and scares them. Oh, yeah. That'd be funny. I'd love that. Hydraulics. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I want to be all maggoted out. <laughs> Morbid. Literally maggoted out. You'll have maggots eating your body. He's maggoted. <laughs> right. Exactly. So eventually, whatever it is that the rig is that you have, you know, will no longer work because the body will be so decayed that it will just like fall apart just be a skeleton just right. glue the boys together it'll be fine <laughs> uh, we just I don't know where that came from but well you'd be a skeleton right no I mean where the how we shifted into that <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> the oh, wait, imagine the skeleton jumping up it's the way this show goes we always take left turns literally left turn Clyde more like the wrong turn, am I right? <laughs> Oi. I, 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 I reference that film a lot, Killa, and especially with my kids, and, and nobody ever gets, gets it. it. Oh, I don't know. I, I always use that anytime I hear left, left turn, Clyde. And I literally picture it in my head. <laughs> with, with the orangutan in Clint Eastwood. Yep. It's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic movie. Oh, I don't I understand the reference. Uh, any which way but loose, and any which way but those two. Anyway, any Sorry. which way you can. Any which way you can. I was going to say any which way you can. Who cares? I can't remember it. <laughs> Clint Eastwood and a, a orangutan. Oh, That's all you need to know. Maybe I'll check it out. That sounds intriguing. Yep, he's a and the he's a street boxer, Clint Eastwood, and he has a pet <laughs> orangutan, orangutan, and uh, yeah, Clyde likes scrapping cars. And ar- the orangutan, whenever he says right turn Clyde or left turn Clyde, he punches in that direction and hits whoever's directly to his right or left. The orangutan does. Well, it sounds exhilarating. <laughs> it's phenomenal. A non-stop it's a, thrill ride. It's a great It's classic. Movie. It is. I guess we're just a bit too old for Hamish, eh? <laughs> well, he's, he's just a ute. A ute. He's a ute. I am a he ute. Is a ute. ute, so I, I guess I am a ute. Load you up, throw some bales of hay in the back. You know it. Is that Australian talk? Yes. Am I missing something here? Yes, you are, Joel. <laughs> okay. A ute, a pickup truck. Remember we've talked about this? Oh, that's right. Well, when I think of ute, I think of my cousin Vinny and him referring to youth. Yes, I know. As Utes. Ute. I know what you're That's one. right. That's that ugly vehicle that is like super popular ugly. over there. It's not ugly. It was invented in Australia. We've been through this. It's utilitarian. <laughs> the wife of the farmer wanted a car that looked good to go to church on a Sunday, but still could be used on the farm on the week. So, it, it's like an El Camino. Yes. Well, El Camino. Get a good, decent Ute. Good old hold and... Well, not for much longer until they move overseas. Yeah. Tell me about it. Do you think I'm happy about that? 
And they, I wouldn't think you would be. And they're still going to badge them as Commodores, they've announced. So they're going to make them overseas, whatever new car they're going to design, and still call them Commodores. It's not a Commodore. Rubbish. Yeah. So, Joel's lost at the moment. <laughs> what the fuck well, are you talking about? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. What, what you said. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Hey, Mitch, if you have a can of Coke, what is the can made out of? <laughs> it's made of aluminium. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Hamish. <laughs> it's oh, not aluminium. 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 I, I thought it was just killer that said it that way. It's, but it's everybody in Australia? Yes, we call it aluminium. It's proper no, it's name. it's aluminium. It's aluminium. It's the proper name. Go, uh, go on. Ask, ask Hamish what the Sydney Hub Bridge is. I'm pretty sure he knows. Well, he knows what that is and the Opera House and... All the other buildings behind it. All the other buildings. <laughs> Which I named three of them. Thank you. Because <laughs> you had to go into Google or something. and I caught you on that one. You wouldn't have been able to name what the A&P building. What's the name of the tallest <laughs> building in, in Sydney then, Joel? Uh, Hamish Towers. No, I'll even let you get away with oh, the wish. name. It's not really called, but... You could have said Centerpoint Tower, which is not called Centerpoint Tower. It was Centerpoint Shopping Centre with Sydney Tower on top. It's the one that's got the little pole, it looks like a little pole, and then the big top part to it. It's actually called the, um, uh, the British company bought it. It's the Sydney Eye now or something, Sydney Tower Eye. So that is the tallest building at the moment in Sydney. Well, you know, and to Australia. be honest, I couldn't name it either, so I think this might be a Sydney thing. Yeah, well, most people used to call it Centerpoint Tower, all right? And it was never really called Centerpoint Tower, it was called Sydney Tower. But underneath is a shopping centre called Centerpoint Shopping Centre, so the the default name was always Centerpoint Tower. Um, it's had other names. A&P Tower it was there for a while, because A&P owned it. Um, and then the British company that owns the British Eye, you know, the big... Uh, Ferris wheel thing in Britain. Yeah, yeah. That company, whoever owns that, uh, they they bought it, and they call it now the Sydney T- I Tower or Sydney Tower I. All I know Does is it sync up with iTunes. Yeah, wish it. I was close. Yeah. All I know is I go up there and I shit myself because I can't stand heights, but I still go up there every now and then, and uh, it's it's fun to watch me freak out. It could just be that you're incontinent. Oh well. No, no, no. I don't have problems down there. I'm not not that old yet, Joel. Come on. <laughs> uh, you are full of it, though. I'm full See what of it did a lot there. of things. I'm full of Aussie spirit, mate. That's what I'm full of. Proud well, Australian. That I know. Yes. See, we don't well, call it patriotism. Yep. Wait, wait, it's Aussie spirit. Well, I, I think of patriotism as being an American term. Uh, it's actually, what, you think he's invented that word? Yes. <laughs> I, I saw the Mel Gibson movie. I know. What, the Patriot? Yeah. Oh, okay. You seen any other Mel Gibson movies? <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Okay. What about a good Australian movie with Mel Gibson? Uh, I've not seen Gallipoli, if that's what you're talking about. Gallipoli. It's called Gallipoli. Oh, that's what I said, right? No. 
No. <laughs> I, no, I've not seen that. I've not actually... Here, I'm about to get myself in trouble. I've never seen Mad Max. That's what I was trying to lead to, and you have not seen Mad Max. Yeah. Nope, or Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, yeah. Beyond Thunderdome was okay. Have you seen it, Hamish? Beyond Thunderdome? Oh, either one of them. Oh, either uh, three of them. There's three Mad Max movies. I've seen the first one. It wasn't too fast. Because you're too young, see? Yeah, I think it was that. Yeah. Was great... What does that mean? What difference does it make how old you are? Because uh, when you look at the, the movie these days, it doesn't look that great compared to what movies look like these days. It was great when it came out. looked good. But yeah. I just uh, confused Mel Gibson and Russell Crowe in my mind. So that's... Uh, well, they're both shows... not really Australian. Mel Gibson no. was born in New York. And yeah. uh, as we know, Russell Crowe comes from that fucking sheep fucking country <laughs> across the Dutch. We adopted them. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> like Unfortunately. We, like Unfortunately. We, like we adopted Crowded House. Well, he had a nice dick, so. Yeah. He made sure he kept his deck clean. Um, I was going to say, did you hear, do you know that New Zealanders invented the condom? Oh boy! They used the sheep intense, uh, intestine. It wasn't until a few le- years later that the Australians uh, revolutionised it by taking the intestine out of the sheep. <laughs> I, I knew where it was going. <coughs> okay. but that's that's for you, Nikki. Well, is that your one New Zealand joke of the show? Oh, yeah. You're only allowed one. Budgeted. Wow. You know how much I like stirring Nikki up. Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna channel Nikki for a moment, and I'm gonna just remind you that she's coming to America in August. She's going to be, be in it, Chicago in August. She's going to be Eddie Murphy. She's yes, yeah, she's she's going to be Eddie Murphy and so she's going to be here in Chicago in in late August for 3 days. Yes, I know she's coming to America. So, I guess you got to get your digs in and try and make up for for that. So, I'm done channeling Nikki now. <laughs> Love you Nikki. You know it's all in good fun. Anzac spirit, all that, yeah. And what? All the Anzac spirit and all that, you know. Anzac, <laughs> Sorry, Australian, my New Zealand, got turned off again. Australian, New Zealand army call. Anzac. Is that the one with the, uh, the 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 French Foreign Legion hats? What the slouch hats, which we talked about. Oh yes, that's right. That was that. That we did talk about that, didn't we? I forgot about that. That's right. Oh, uh, my, my, my. Uh, okay. <laughs> How quickly proud Australian heritage slips through an American's mind. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. And you mentioned Gallipoli before, Joel. It's 100 years since Gallipoli happened. Uh, there's big celebrations going on come April. A lot of people are going over to Turkey to celebrate or commiserate or whichever way you want to call it yeah do you have turkeys over there yeah they were called wild turkeys and you find them in a bottle shop ah i see what you did there (laughs) um so i you know speaking of uh australian things you are now hamish you are now not only are you a a busker and a i believe a student and all these other things. You also now are a published author. Is that correct? 
uh, published author on a, a, a website, I guess reviewer would be a, a journalist, be a more appropriate term. There we go. I couldn't quite think of what to call it, so I, I figured you'd straighten it out. So what's happening with this thing? Uh, well, uh, a friend of mine from school, she started up a website that uh, reviews uh, local, well, not local, uh, sometimes local, uh, music, uh, albums, gigs, and stuff around the place. And uh, I, I hit her up a couple of, about a month ago to, for uh, a spot writing on the website, and I uh, started writing reviews for them. And the first one that I read was about the Smith Street Band, right? Did I get that right? Yeah, Smith Street Band. They're um, they're out of Melbourne. They're a little band, uh, not not too little anymore, uh, but they're a really good uh, band out of Melbourne that um, I'm a really big fan of. And uh, they uh, they wrote a really good song recently. So I guess a bit of a protest song against uh, Tony Abbott, or as uh, the song title is. Um, wipe that shit-eating grin off your punchable face, <laughs> um, which I guess speaks for itself to the uh, content. It's not very subtle. Uh, you know, sometimes you don't have to. There's, there's no room for subtlety. Sometimes you know, when subtlety's failed. But what's what's the what's the motivation for the song then? Uh, well, the main the main motivation is uh, just sort of um, bringing to light in a you know, protest song and as Australia has a pretty interesting history of protest songs. I um I studied them a bit in high school actually. I can't think of any off the top of my head but Midnight Oil would be top of the list of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's uh definitely in in an international uh protest song from Australia. But uh it's more personal this time, uh with these guys and that they're sort of writing about the uh the current treatment of asylum seekers, you know, in Australia. And um just people coming over from uh, from countries uh, what killer world like uh, Indonesia and uh, Iran and, and Iran and stuff. Yeah, a lot like, of war torn countries. War torn countries trying to find um, a safer place to live, and they um, put everything on the line to find uh, well, as they call them, illegal ways to get here. But unfortunately, the government is just turning them back. Mostly, uh, mostly rickety boats, and uh, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, sometimes. They uh, they unfortunately crash, and um, a lot of lives have been lost. And even if they do get here, sometimes they uh, they end up in uh, what are effectively prisons, I guess, uh, detention centres, which they are. Uh, and they're offshore. They're on islands that Australia yeah. owns, like Christmas Island or Manus Island. So, yeah, we just yeah. ship them back somewhere else, basically. So all the government tries to do, and it's just to appease the people of the country. Um, it's it's a big issue, asylum seekers. The conservatives, I, yeah. I'd say, it's to it's to appease the the right of this of the country. Uh, but it's a it's a, it's a really good song. It's a, apart from being a protest song, it's such a cracker. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really good song. If you want to check it out, it's um, wipe that shit eating grin off your punchable face. I think you can see it streamed it's all over the place at the moment. Well, I liked I like the song. I mean, I like what you've you've shared of theirs before, but now the song makes a bit more sense. And I was kind of waiting to, I didn't want to research it until I heard it directly from you. But um, where's the review at? What's the name of the? Yeah, uh, the uh, the site's called Casual Band Blogger. Uh, I think that's just at www.casualbandblogger.com, um, and you can search for it there. It's a it's a pretty cool little website if you like hearing about 
um, just little indie bands from Australia. You know, there's a lot of really good, un, relatively undiscovered and um, unappreciated music on there. And um, I'll be writing a lot more on there if you're interested in hearing my skewed opinions. I don't know what that means. Skewed. Oh, I thought you said something else. It Skyped out for a second, so I heard skewed uh, beans. <laughs> skewed beans. And I, I was like, what is that? That sounds delicious. Uh, well, this <laughs> band holds a distinction for you because that's that was that's right. Uh, sorry, what was that? That was the the mystery band. That's your first tattoo, right? That's their distinction. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, I got I got one of their album covers on my uh, uh, part of one of their album covers on my left arm. So I suppose I'm sort of permanently tied to the band in some way. And um, I'm actually a, um, uh, mates with one of the guys in the band, Will Wagner. Well, not mates, but you know we've we've hung out before. Couple of times and um, yeah, I just I love everything they put out. So there, uh, I should definitely check them out if you're into sort of uh, modern punk, folky sort of stuff. This mystery band. <laughs> it's it I sounds because it, I've heard. Yeah. Well, I have to have to say I've heard of them. So they're pretty big on Triple J. They're sort yeah. of Triple J's baby. Yeah, yeah, I haven't listened to Triple J in a long, long time. I actually don't listen to much music anymore. I'm a podcast listener, but yeah. So back to Triple J. Uh, did you listen to the Hottest 100? Uh, Australia Day, yeah. yeah. You have to. I think that's. I think that's one of the uh, the parts of Australia Day if you're of a certain age. Yeah, I <laughs> I didn't, but yeah, I used to be a huge Triple J listener, and but yeah, I, I've moved on from music to podcasts, so I don't listen to much music. I'm I'm stuck in my old music, whatever's on my iPhone is. <laughs> What's on my iPhone now? You know, yeah. old eighties bands. You know, Angels. I'm, I'm afraid that my current music is going to be the music that I listen to for the rest of my life, yeah. and then I'll be at some point like forty, and then I'll be listening to the same stuff. Down, people will be like, "Oh, that stuff. That's from 2010." Yeah. I'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I always thought I'd no. I'd keep up with the newest music, but yeah, I hit an age where I'm like, "No, nope, I like what I like, <laughs> and I'm sticking with it." That's why you listen to my show. Yeah, because it's proof that you don't have to do that. You don't have to be that way, Hamish. You can be like me. Be like Joel, minus the American part. You don't have to get stuck in your ways. But what's the what's the hundred thing you're talking about? What is that? Like the top one hundred Australian songs of all time, or something? Well, you've heard me talk about Triple J before, haven't you? It's uh, it's the um, national broadcaster ABC. They have a youth radio station. It's called Triple J. Um. And every year, you get to vote on the top 100 songs of that year. So, oh. So they vote. like International. International it's, it's completely like open, whatever song's being played. There was a big argument about whether they play Taylor Swift on there. And there was a bunch of people trying to get Taylor Swift into it. And Triple J refused. They, uh, they barred her from it, basically, from what I read. Well, she... Uh she sort of brigaded people. They, yeah. uh, she sort of got a, there was a bit of a movement running to try and get her on there. Yeah, I think they sort of, it. they saw it as a yeah. going against what triple uh, what the top hottest one hundred was and is. So they sort of uh, I think they did they banned her. I think. Yeah, they banned her. They they said no, it's barred. Um, but yeah, there's been so many great bands come out of that. Um, a lot of Triple J music. Um, there's so many bands like Jet. No one heard of Jet before. Triple J were playing them, and all of a sudden they hit it. They got the number one, you know, with Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Next thing, that's being played on, like, 
commercial radio stations. So right. tri- Triple J is pretty much the breeding ground for um, young Australian artists. Uh, they have, um, I don't think they still do it. Um, what is it when they go out and try to find bands there, Hamish? Like where Grins- well, they do it. They do it online now. It's um, it's called Unearthed. Unearthed, yeah. That's where I, um, Grinspoon come from. I had a band from. on there yeah. uh, a couple of years back, probably three years now, and I was in high school, and we um, we managed to get to six on the uh, the indie charts for a couple of days. Oh, nice. Um, that was pretty good. But um, I think, yeah, it's a competition. So I think someone wins at the end of the day and they get um, they get an album. They get to make an album and they get a lot of play on Triple J. Yeah. But they're, they're big on Australian bands. It's their, um, their, their mantra or the creek, you know. They've got to pay, play so much percentage Australian music. So they're constantly out there looking for new Australian bands um, and trying to give them a chance. So... Definitely a positive, positive influence in the Australian music scene. What did Taylor Swift do to piss them off so they banned her? She tried to rig the system, basically. Oh, she. And that, that was the only reason. I suppose I didn't go into the the full details of the story, but yeah, I was just yeah, reading little I snippets. I was just reading snippets of it. But yeah, I think she tried to get all her, all her followers because she must have you know, you know what millions on Twitter. Millions. And try to get them to vote in the in the, the voting poll for the, the hottest one hundred, and um, the Triple J virtually realised like she's just trying to rig the system, you know. And um, Taylor Swift's not a an artist that's really a Triple J sort of artist. So I'm not saying they haven't played a song on there once or twice. I don't know. I don't listen to Triple J anymore, but I don't listen to any radio. But yeah, so it was um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a hoo-ha going on with, with Taylor Swift. Bit of Swift. a stink. Bit yeah. of a stink. Bit of a stink, yeah. We're confused. It's more like rock and rock and indie and alternative, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever it is. There's hip-hop, there's rock, there's uh, indie, there's... It's every... So It's pretty interesting. Uh, I might send you through a link after the show. It's a it's pretty pretty good listen. So, Nothing wrong with Taylor Swift, though. A good pop song is a good pop song. Yeah, but... Then, yeah, it's... Uh, there's not very much pop on there, to be honest. It's uh, It's... Like the Smith Street band was on there, and they're not a very big band. They they were like fifty. They weren't you know the top ten or anything, but they uh they always have a spot on there. And there was um uh, Chet Faulkner Faulkner Faulkner. Um, he had a couple of I can't remember his name. They were swearing a for a minute. Faulkner Fosters. Fuck! Don't say that fucking word on the show. <laughs> it's a dirty word. It's a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's um, it's not it's not a bad list. What was the number one song? Oh, uh, I don't quite remember. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was I didn't like it, so I don't it's, think I really you, registered. You're too maggoted on Australia Day to remember, huh? Oh yeah, drinking bourbon, bourbon. It, as long as you weren't drinking Foster's, that's fine. <laughs> not sure some people uh, were. Yeah, and they need to be drowned. All right, hold on. I'm on. I just looked it up. Chet Faker, fucker, Forker, fucker, Forker. Uh, talk is it, it is Forker. I, I when I I like him and I can't pronounce his name. And it is talk F-A-K-E-R. is cheap. Talk, talk is, cheap. is cheap. Hilltop Woods got three. Oof, sweet. Good for them. They're still going around, are they? They are. The they released a zombie film <laughs> a couple of years back. I've got to play some of their music on here just so people realise that I'm not just a rock guy. I don't mind a bit of the Hilltop Hoods. Aussie, Aussie hip-hop. Yeah, very good Aussie hip-hop. 
probably the best, I'd say. Yeah. One of one of the few good Aussie hip hop. And if it wasn't just, Triple J, I would have never heard of Hilltop Hoods. So anyway. What was I that just show? looked them up and they look very uh like they've been doing this for a while. Who? The Hilltops. The Hilltop Hoods, yeah. yes, they've been. Um I haven't listened Since to Since ninety four it says Yes. Well that's Wow, when, really? That's that's, uh, I, that's surprising. I didn't know that. I was about to say that's when I was falling in my triple J days, so Oops. That's how I know the Hilltop Hoods. Before well, I was born. Apparently Jesus Chet Christ. Faker has uh, rigged the system himself because he's got three spots in the top ten. He's just very, very renowned and loved by you know the audience that would vote on this stuff. It's a very uh, biased voting group. Uh, so the kind of music that gets on there is definitely biased to a certain extent. I've never heard of Chet. And I'm looking at his picture right now, and he's got like a a crutch and a beard, and he does uh, sort of electronic um, vocal stuff. Uh, sort of sings along to it. It's um, it's good. Good listen. You trying to be sincere there, or you... no? No, I I really enjoy him. It's no. hard to describe his music. Is the problem? I just can honestly say I've never heard never heard of him. And you've got a band called Peking Duck. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is going on in Australia? Last year's list was much more uh, diverse. Yeah, because you had like the Arctic Monkeys, Daft Punk, Lord, Lana Del Rey. I mean, and there wasn't like a bunch of the same people over and over again. I don't know. Apparently, this year. You were short on music or something. Yeah, it's actually 2014 was a bit slow for music releases, to be honest. So yeah, I think it was a bit, like it has to be from that year. So um, it was a bit of a limited selection. Like I, I didn't put in um, my list because I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything that I personally uh, really could consider to be in there. So this Astagir Trousty. It looks interesting. What was that name, Joel? Sorry. Askier Trousty? Askier? You say Askier? I don't know how to say Askier. I don't know how you say it in Icelandic. He's an Icelandic singer-songwriter. So he was number 10 on the list this year. Uh, Okay, I see that. This is riveting radio, by the way. Right? Right? This is teaching people about Australia. I don't know. I like Sigur Ross. I mean, in their their Sigur Ross is great. Uh, so I don't know. They just uh, the name. I saw it, and the name immediately made me think of them. And I'm like, well, what's that? And then I clicked on it, and then they're the, from the home of Bjork. So can't go wrong, in my opinion. Just saying. Just saying. But you know me. I'm always on the lookout for new music. Yeah, well, always. Maybe you should keep that site on your bookmarks triple j because they they do actually like they do find a lot of the bands and as i said a lot of the bands that are get played commercially now were found by triple j or you know casual band blogger is another good one to have on there yeah. <laughs> uh, plug don't worry uh, uh, i don't get paid it's a free gig <laughs> what come on kind of start somewhere it's just a little it's a little startup you know yeah, it's yeah. just one of my mates from school so oh okay no worries. Well, I'll be making sure I'll put that in the show notes, the uh, link to Casual Band Blogger. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's, it's a well-written... You know who paid sponsorships? 
it's a well-written review that he wrote. But, so but I that's think what I was going to say. Um, I'm going to send an invoice for me putting it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to, to bring that up uh, in the, uh, the weekly meeting. Nah, we don't do that on this show. We like helping everyone out. We don't charge for our promos. It's grassroots. Right, so you've got another one of them coming up soon, though, right? You're working on kind of getting ready for the next one? Yep, got a promo album. So the last one was a single. Got a promo album sent to me, which is great. Having free music that hasn't been released yet sent to me uh, to review. So I got that. Been listening to it on repeat for the last couple of uh, couple of hours, and so I have to hopefully get that up written tonight, and that'll be good. I'm not sure. This will be a more a more scathing review, I think, because I'm not a big fan of the music. And what's the name of the band? Uh, Night uh, I have to wait. Oh damn it! Night feels. Night feels. Uh, I, I want to bring up the name. How do you spell that? Spell? Is it K N I T E? N I T E, not K N I T E. Did it take a photo on on the back cover on the railway lines? I wish. You stole that from me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that. Shh. Shit, that was pre-show <laughs> stuff. Uh, That's secrets just for us. That's all right. I, I well, as I told the story that. One of the bands I was in, we took promo photos, and we're going to do the race, the the railroad track, just to be, uh, you know, ironic, I guess. But ended up doing it in a playground, which was just as, yeah. as common. All I can picture in my head is when uh, Cartman did that, you know, on South Park with the band, the, the G- God Plus One. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he tells them to look away. You know, you got to look away, and there's Cartman with his hands up, front, front and stage. He's got Butters looking to the left and Token looking to the, you know. That looks like a Creed album cover, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to take me higher? <laughs> yes, I do, Scott. Mr. Stab. Ugh. Anyway. So, uh, is it about that time? Oh, is it that time, Joel? It's it's getting kind of hectic. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm looking at the clock and we're right about that time. Okay. Well, let's see what that time is then. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random. So It's such an angry noise. Why is it angry? (laughs) It's aggressive. You're talking about my people there. At the end, uh, when it's starting to go, it sounds like there's a, like a drop bear, like that's angry and growling well, that, at the didgeridoo player. To no, tell no, them that's to, like, how you scare drop bears off. See, uh, the Aboriginals learned how to get rid of drop bears. Play an, play an angry didgeridoo, and you won't be attacked by a drop bear. Every kid's taught this in an Australian primary school. Yep. So, all right, I've got an idea. I think uh, we need to get to work on the same issue. We need to. Uh, get some sort of a band form that uh, includes a didgeridoo player and a bagpipe player. Ooh, I want to okay. see where that goes. With that some, could be uh, interesting. With, uh, with some uh, throat singers. Uh, some Mongolian throat singers? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Throw that in there too. And um, we, need a, we need some kind of vocalist that's going to complement that. Somebody with like a... Hmm. I have to think on this some more. But anyway, yeah. R is for random. Uh, so I've got some fabulous questions from Miss Maybellina here. Uh, first question. 
when is the last time you went bowling? Ooh. We both did that at the same time. <laughs> it was a collective ooh. It's an Australian thing. Actually, yeah, I can actually remember it. Um, I went, it was to do with uh, Donna's work. They used to have a, a thing at a place called Strike Bowling. It's got a bar, it's, you know, it's all, you know, nice and good. And an adult bowling centre. Yeah, it was a work function through Donna where she used to work at Chatswood at the old um, retirement village, uh, nursing home, whatever you want to call the thing. Yeah, that would have been the last time I went bowling. And unfortunately, I get very very competitive, even though I'm not a good bowler. Very competitive. And it was all... (laughs) (laughs) It was meant to just, you know, a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of people from Donna's work, um, the partners of the people from work, you know. And uh, we go out and we just bowl, you know, ten to twenty of us, you know. But yeah, as soon as I get that bowling ball in my hand, it's like, and I get upset when I fuck up. <laughs> and the bumpers go up, and it's all get oh, better off. I don't put the bumpers up. Donna does. I get upset when she does that. I say you're fucking cheating. That's cheating. You play the game properly, or you don't play the game at all. But yeah, that was the last time. That would have been over a year ago now. Yeah. So, but yeah, as soon as I get into any sport, it doesn't matter what it is. Even if we're just playing darts at the pub, I get competitive. Note to self, when I come to Australia, I'm not playing sports with Killer. Nope. Very competitive. We, we both drop bears, actually. They, used to, they roll up. Used to yeah, you bowl. Chuck them down. Yeah, you roll a drop bear up and just throw them down. And as soon as he gets to the pins, he just springs out and you can take out all the bloody pins. Slashes them. <laughs> don't encourage him uh, what about you Hamish uh, I can't remember the last time I think uh, I mine also would have been at a strike bowling centre I think there's a is a terrific establishment they're good stuff it's, there's a bar it a bit, it's a bit like a nightclub with bowling alleys um, blue lights is that is that sound familiar mm. to you blue lights everywhere yep. yeah yeah Oh, would have been two years ago for me. Can't remember the exact the exact circumstances, but uh, it was not memorable. No, well, you can't remember because you got that drunk. You got maggoted. <laughs> I was maggoted. <laughs> no, I can't afford to drink out. Come on, I'm a student. Ah. Well, you you smoke though, and you can afford that, and you can't afford. Well, I guess you don't smoke uh, much. So pack a week. Yeah, <laughs> so that's pretty low, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well. I'm a pack a day and he's a pack a week. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to make your own hooch. Gotta get, grab, grab a goon sack. Can't take a goon sack and strike bowling, though. No, you Kick can. you out. Oh, you can if you're creative. Hide it in a bowling ball, fill it up. <laughs> you put it in your shoe. Um, it was Stadium, <laughs> mate. You remember those, Joel, from the Orphan oh, Show? Oh, the Stadium, yeah. mate. It's like a. What the. the like the it's a it's a bladder system. Bladder system you wear around your your gut. You fill it up. And it's got a straw and or is, was the stadium mate where you peed? You had two things. The, there was the something pal and the stadium. Yeah, mate. Uh, I don't remember what the other one was called. I need them. No, I never have the, to go the, pee, and I can just keep drinking. Yeah, you get the sneaky leaker. So you could uh, pee while you're anywhere in the world uh, and anywhere and just walk along and pee as you go. But w- w- are you a good bowler, Hamish? Big, big scores? No, uh, <laughs> not at all. I, but I'm probably I'm rubbish. Yeah, it's probably because you're tall too. That's what I find. 
you got to bend over too much to get that ball down. I, just, I always try and throw it too hard, and I never swing properly. Yeah, same here. I, I think I, I usually bowl like an 80, an 80 or 100. Yeah, I get to the point where I just oh. want to see how far I can get the ball down the lane before it lands, and it usually comes crashing down. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I'm too afraid to do that. But, Break something. But that's what happens when you go bowling where there's a bar, so you get a little drunk and a little yeah. rowdy. <laughs> Well, speaking of saying the wrong thing, this morning after I uh, I got to work, I was talking with some coworkers and I commented about how everybody was being really being dicks on the way in this morning. And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, because well, they were all up my ass. And I didn't mean to say it, but in retrospect, it was perfect. Anyway, so bowling. Um, I actually was part of a league. Probably this would have been Justice League. Yes, I was Green Lantern. No, I was part of a league back when Juliana was new uh so that would have been almost 12 years ago now and bowled every week and I, that was so great because at that point in time i was still smoking so you know you get a pitcher of beer you get your smokes and in between balls when everybody else is bowling you have a, some have a cigarette and drink some beer and then go throw your ball down the lane either get a strike or not and go back and continue smoking and drinking it was it was wonderful um I'm not a bad bowler. I think my my highest score is about usually about a 180. Um, and I have my own shoes. I still do. But the last time I was bowling was probably a year ago at a school function, and I didn't do that great. But there was a period before the the uh, league happened where I came up with my own style of bowling. One uh, was kind of like a, a like a a dive bomb, like where I'd throw the ball way up in the air and it would land halfway down the the lane. And they kind of got mad because they were thinking I was going to wreck the floor. That's what I was talking about before. (laughs) See how far I can get it down the lane. Yeah, that was always fun. But the one that I I literally got requests for was my drunken bowler. And what that is, is uh, I don't know if you've ever played, I think it's Virtua Fighter 2. And they've got the drunken master on there. And he does this weird move where he falls down. So what I would do is I'd take the ball. I'd, I'd do my approach. I'd get up to the front. I'd throw the ball. And then I'd fall on the ground and do like a end of the breakdancing move. Like where you put one leg out and you cross it over the other. And you kind of rest your hand on your head. And you're laying on your side. And I would like bowl that way. And <laughs> I didn't do too bad, honestly. But yeah, drunken bowler became a popular thing. So... Anyway, um, all right. If you saw someone with something in their teeth or a booger in their nose, would you say something? Yes. Pick it out for him. <laughs> no, that's a friend. You got something I'm there. just talking. To, well, and that, that maybe that's a good point. You could either talk about a, like a friend, a, 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 you know, acquaintance, somebody on the street. I mean, does it matter what your relationship is with them? Yeah, depends. If they look like a good person, yeah, I'd give them a tip. But if they look like a pain in the ass dickhead that I normally come across when I'm travelling between work, yeah, depends. But the other one, I want to add something to that. What about if your fly's undone? Would you tell someone that their fly's undone? Uh, if you're talking to them, I reckon. You know, I'm not, you're not just going to pull someone over on the side of the street and go, hey, mate, fly's down. Well, if you have a chat to them and you realize... Well, I need to be told because I'm constantly 
I get to work and I, realize my flies are still undone. Really? I'll get through a day. Yeah. I'll, I'll get through a day and realize. But I, I've usually got a T-shirt on and it covers it so people won't see yeah, it. But yeah, I get to work and then I get to go, you know, for a pee and I'm like, when, go to unzip and go, oh, shit, it's already unzipped. Shit, I've just traveled from here to there, like on two different buses with my fly undone. So shows how confident you are, man. You've got that, yeah, you've got that well. dick confidence. My didgeridoo just wow, wow, wow. I can't believe. I don't know when's the last time I had my fly down that I didn't notice. I do it all the time. I get up in the morning. I get dressed, put my work shorts on, go for a pee, and I'm just like, I've got twenty minutes to get out of here, and I'm busy trying to get the cats fed. Do you know? Get myself sorted, and I'm half asleep, and I forget to zip up. I'm sorry. Jeez. Did you say work shorts? Work shorts. I wear a certain pair of shorts to work because I work in an industry where I get uh, shit all over my shorts. Not literal shit, like just uh, dust and glue and um, grain filler stuff. And So I have a specific pair of shorts that I wear to work because they're my work shorts that's going to get dirty. Yeah. And uh, so... That's what I put on in the morning. My work shorts. Don't you have work clothes, Joel? Well, no. I mean, I wear jeans and a t-shirt. I mean... Yeah, because you never worked in a factory. Not as Hamish. He plays guitar. That's such an American thing. No uniforms, no uniforms at school, no uniforms at work. Wear whatever you want. Freedom. Well, I can wear whatever I like at work, but I have a specific pair of shorts... Because I um, get them dirty, they get torn up, you know, carrying sheets of uh, particle board and, and custom wood and whatnot. So I buy a certain pair of shorts that are tough enough to handle the, the day at work, and I know they're going to get filthy and, you know, get all the, the stuff over them. And yeah. Try and test it. So I've done it all my life. Unfortunately, that's what a factory worker's life's like. People actually get out there and work. Not these people sit in office chairs and do nothing. Hey, <laughs> I make I make decent money doing that. Yeah, you probably earn more money than I do, and I work bloody harder than you do. Oh, remember we gonna... are, we do live in Australia, so yeah, crikey. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? It's about working harder. We work. No, hard. about being paid more. <laughs> yeah, oh. the people that work the hardest get paid the less. The people who get to sit in the office and decide what the, other, the people are working hard do get paid more. So, I think that's something that come from America. You know, they learnt the American system. I can sit in this high tower. I sit high up. You know, I'm on the twenty fifth floor, and I tell the person down on the the ground floor, "Well, you got to make this in two hours, and we're just going to pay you nothing." Oh, sounds like some personal doesn't. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't, I mean, no, that's, uh, that's accurate, but I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, my job is, is is different demanding in a different sense. It's, it's emotionally and and mentally demanding, but yes, physically, no. And you don't think my job's emotionally and physically? uh, Well, you know what I mean? Like mentally, it's it's a different. Yes. But I deal with that too. I deal with the mental issues, the physical issues and, um, yeah. We've talked about it oh, before. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. No, what, and I'm not discounting what you yeah, do at no, all. Yeah, and I'm not, not going you either, Joel. I'm just 
sometimes people don't understand. Yeah, I'm physically working all day long, but I still have that mental part, you know, especially when you you got to get a baby coughing out or, you know. Right. It, it, it <laughs> hits you hard. But uh, Were we I, talking about boogers before? We were talking about flies being down. <laughs> that too. So so that's uh, weird. I'm very dark. We get there. See what happens with our for random. Just go <laughs> completely random. Uh, All right. So... Okay, back on track. Hey, Mitch, would you would you tell somebody about boogers or stuff in their teeth? I already answered. Yeah, I would. I do. Oh. I have. It's the Aussie way, mate. Yeah, I will in the future. I'll continue to. You know, I think it depends on the situation. Um, and and yes, the answer would be primarily yes. But every once in a while, you see that, and it's like it's either not appropriate, like, or you just don't want to because of the person. But that's rare, I would say, at best. Flies are always a thing. I, I, can't, I don't think I ever let anybody leave, leave their fly open. That could end up badly. Somebody could end up, yeah, hurt. We're in a didgeridoo play. I don't know what that means. It's but dangerous. <laughs> if you're walking down the hall and you hear a didgeridoo, your fly is probably undone. Good rule of thumb. So, But no drop there, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. We don't not here. They they haven't imported them yet, except at zoos. Yeah, we'll watch out for them once. You don't think they're trying to corral together and going, We're gonna take this country over. You come to my country, we're coming to your country. Do they have opposable thumbs? <laughs> they have thumbs. It's sort of like a finger though. And they got I just caught. wondered if they could open doors. Oh, I'm pretty sure they've learned that by now. Just watch out, Joe. Oh, I do. Every day I get up, I'm looking out for drop bears. I'm, I'm heeding the warnings. Well, you can blame the, the, the zoos for importing them. Well, luckily the closest zoo is about an hour and a half away, so uh, they'd have one. to travel a bit. They're a little, kind of lazy. Yeah, so. yeah I was going to say, they're pretty lazy. All they do is sleep, eat roots and leaves. <laughs> they're going to get rooted. I know what that means. I'm pretty sure Hamish got that one. I did. I chuckled. They're going to get maggoted and then get rooted. So, um, they get stoned. If anybody, what? They get stoned. Eating well, gum. When they eat the gum leaves, they actually get stoned on them. So do I. That's where the drop bear thing come from. Because they eat all the, the gum leaves and they get absolutely smashed off them. And they fall asleep and fall out of trees. So if people have stories about getting maggoted or rooted or anything else, where can they get in touch with us, Killa? I don't know. I'm too maggoted to know. Oh, actually, I do. It's very easily. You can call us, 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. <laughs> or you can email us, and that would be coffinjocast at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook. Just search the Coffin Joe Cast or Coffin Joe Cast. It will come up. Okay, Joel, you've got some things you can promo. I'm pretty sure I can. Now, will you do um, it right this time? Well, what's that? Will you do it right this time? Do it right? Did I do it wrong last time? I don't know. I'm just giving you shit. Uh, well, let's see what we're we talking about. Oh, yes, your show. Um. I do three other shows. Uh, the first show is the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, which is my six-song musical podcast that I do on a weekly basis with music and musings. 
Um, and this last week was a decent episode. And you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and other podcasting directories. I also do 40 Going On 14, which is my weekly nostalgia cast with Mike, Pat, and Josh. Uh, this this week we did a show on Bill Murray, the ever the legend, uh, amazing Bill Murray, and that was a good time. Uh, this next week's episode is all about mockbusters. So that was a terrible idea. I don't know. I don't think it was Mike's suggestion, but anyway, you can find that show on iTunes, Stitcher, Talkshoe, Blueberry, and the Musings of a Geek Network, as well as streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, and at our home away home home away from home on forty go fourteen dot com. Um, and then last but not least, obviously Oblivious is still around. It is got, there's two episodes in the can. They should be dropping. I think they were supposed to be last week, but based on scheduling, they're going to be this week. And then we're going to record our first new episode, um, uh, on that Monday, but there's some things changing and some stuff happening. So once you hear about it, then we'll kind of move on from there, but, uh, it is still around and you can find that show iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, other places, and um, obviously Blueface.com. So yeah, I think that's excellent. everything, right? Yeah, it sounds pretty much everything. Uh, just as we go, don't forget to check out the Bad Parenting Podcast with Justin, who has been a third co-host. I was actually on his show last week. And yeah, I had the same problem you did, Joel, <laughs> come to the promoing. Uh, anyway, Hamish. I'm pretty sure you got some things you would like to promo. Uh, yeah, thanks. I've got a, I've got a couple of little things. If you uh, if you like what you hear at the end of the show, you can uh, check out the rest of my music on um, at soundcloud.com backslash Hamish um, Batten Batten B A T T E N. Um, you can read my reviews and stuff on casualbandblogger.com. And a little sneaky one if you uh, if you like photography. Uh, you can you can catch my stuff at uh, 500px.com backslash Hamish Batten. Yeah, excellent. I didn't know about that. No, I got to look I. that up. You know, <laughs> send me the link to that so I can put it into the show notes, mate. I'll give you all the links. Yes, All please. the links you want, buddy. Make sure. Oh, it's getting really sexy now. Wow. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention who's going to be on next week. Oh, who is it? You sea know. Monkey is making his triumphant return. Again. Some more monkey. Excellent. Well, we got to talk about his brew house because he's, uh, he's he's turning that into quite the business. Oh, so I thought you? he should come back on and promo. He's brewing his heart out there. I know that. Yeah, he's doing what he loves, and that's that's not all of us can say that. So I figured, got to get that stuff out there. People got to live their dreams, man. Well, that'll be in a week and a half, considering we're recording a few days earlier than normal. But things had to be this way, and. I'm on holidays from work, so it didn't bother me. And yes, I'm enjoying oh, yeah. my holidays, everyone. Yes, doing nothing. And that's what I like. No, <laughs> no coffins for two weeks. Yes. All right. So we're going to go out on a song, and I think Hamish should um, announce what the song is. Seeing it's your song, buddy. Uh, I guess so. Uh, this is a pretty new song of mine. I think I wrote it over, just over a week ago. Um, it's sort of about my current situation in life. Uh, it's called um, Marlboro Reds. <laughs> Speaking of I cigarettes. I think you'll like it. Okay, here we go. Here's Hamish's song. Thanks everyone for joining us. We will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.
Broken mob rose at a bar They serve drinks out of fucking jars I think that I'm so cool In school I was the odd one out I had no friends cause I moved around a lot That I'm so fucking cool Got stuck in the same old place My brand new friends, they moved away Try my best to escape this hole Everything keeps going wrong And I think, think that I'm so fucking cool When I look down at myself All I see is the shell of someone else A broken man with zero ambition here to smoke fags and drink rum When I see your name on my phone I always cringe and think now what if I done I wanna cut out my tongue So I can avoid saying what I've done wrong Smoking my rose at a bar I serve drinks and fucking chars Think that I'm so cool School, I was the odd one out. Had no friends, cause I moved around a lot. Think that I'm so fucking cool. Stuck in the same old place. My brand new friends, they moved away. Try my best to escape this hole. Everything keeps going wrong, and I think, think that I'm so cool. How I think of how my life is when cannot help but feel regret. School a lot, now it's come to fuck me up. I wanna try and make my move. Everyone thinks that I'm still screwed. I think that I'm so cool. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.